Yeah, I, I should win just because you had the Timberwolves in the eight seed. Vasilevsky's been playing really well, and the Lightning have a great offense. Yeah, it was a tremendous shot, and I've come to expect it from LeBron. I, I, I would say I wish the best for the Red Sox, but as a Yankees fan, that's really hard for me to do. The biggest addition to me is Jalen Brunson. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in his league, in this league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Why'd you have to name him? Like, seriously. Like, thanks, man. Who would have thought five years ago that the Clippers and Nets would be facing in the finals? How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground? Uh, crazy. And for the for the fans at home. Hello, I'm Simon Mendenhall, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our MLB Opinions of the Week. We reviewed the play- reviewed the DS, had a great playoff format discussion. Really enjoyed that part of it. And uh, I'm Kevin, and I am joined by the man uh, that I have texted um, about my frustrations. I, so many people are like, why are you stressed about the Rangers bullpen? I'm like, dude, I don't want to talk about it. It's crazy. People are like, why are you freaking out about Chapman? And I was like, because. Our bullpen stinks. It's literally the worst in the history of baseball. And they're like, and I had to tell them, I'm like, I'm actually being dead serious. Statistically, we have to make two. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah that. Better chance of losing the game than winning the game. It's insane. And she was like, oh, wow. Okay. They don't have the, the Rangers don't have the worst bullpen in MLB history. They have the worst for a team that's made the playoffs. Even in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Uh, but we've made it. Because of the offense. I don't know if you want to start with the Rangers first. Um, sure. I, I This was probably the easiest one for me. It's Evan Carter. He leads oh, the yeah. team in uh, batting average uh, during the playoffs. He uh, leads the team, or he's second on the team in OPS. Uh, the first is Corey Seager. Uh, and his play in the field has been immaculate. I, I don't really know if we want to spend that much time on it. I think it's easily him. Yeah, I was curious who you were going to pick, but yeah, I picked Evan Carter. Corey Seager had an amazing DS um, wild card. I he, he I know he got a ton of doubles, but to me, um, Evan Carter's been like the best performer on this team throughout playoffs. That's why I want to make sure is throughout playoffs. He's just insane. He's twenty one, and the way and the way that he does that, like the full. I don't know. Is is there anything surprising to you about how he handle knows the strike strike zone so well? I think it helps that the teams that he's faced, or the or especially in the Orioles series, they they're known to be a little bit wild. They're known to walk more than their fair share. So I think he comes to the plate knowing, hey, they don't really want to pitch to me, and that's cool. I trust the guys behind me. Okay. All right, yeah, let's move on. Um, now, who do you have for the Phillies? Nick Castellanos. He uh, he leads the team in, or I mean, he had back-to-back games, Kevin, with two homers, which is, I've never seen that before. Uh, I'm sure it's happened, but he's just been remarkable. Wasn't it the first... Wasn't it the first time in MLB, MLB history he's had back to, or someone's had back to back? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, thought, uh, I know there was a Phillies record. I don't know if it was MLB. I knew. Yeah, I remember that was a Phillies record. 
Uh, Castellanos has the second best batting average on the team, only behind Trey Turner, who's batting 500. But I didn't put Trey Turner because he's had a lot of errors, while Castellanos has been great in the field. Uh, he's also second OPS. But again, four homers these playoffs. Um, is it four? Did he have any in the wild card? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Or I'm checking right now. No, he didn't. Because- but he. I saw something. Have you seen like his postseason, like before this series, the postseason, um, uh, like his postseason stats? He'd only had like one homer, and it was like at a hundred and nine at bats. Yep, he had one homer, and it was in his first series against uh, the Orioles when he was with Detroit. Yeah, he's insane. He he was my pick. I want basic answer i went bryce harper um i i think there's just something i'm like man he's insane he had that multiple home run he got some revenge on arcia um but yeah i almost went trey turner but i just think bryce harper being on this team i know he's third in obp but i i just think castellanos has been better bryce harper obviously means a lot but like like that that game last night they don't win that game without castellanos yeah, that's why I was like, ooh, this is tough. But yeah, Cassianos, it's been incredible. It really has. It's just the fact that they're solo homers that I think matters so much when you're winning a game 3-1 and you hit two solos. Like, that's your entire offense besides Trey's homer. Yeah, and the way he just, like, after the Austin Riley homer, was it like the first pitch? It, it was yes. just like, bang, tied. And I'm like, whoa, that. And like I said, that second homer where Strider... I was telling my dad this. Strider wanted to just get through the at-bat, throwing as hard as he could. The pitch before Castellanos threw the homer was the fastest pitch he had threw all night. Mm-hmm. And it was 101, basically dead center. And then he threw 100 miles an hour, dead center. He was not worried. Strider was not yeah. worried about at all about throwing in a certain place. I'm going to throw this pitch as hard as I can. And Castellanos, uh, Castellanos perfect, perfect it, 112 miles an hour. He absolutely destroyed the ball. Yeah, the way he just got to it, I was like, Dang, that's insane. 100 miles per hour. Because, yeah. It's think... not as important as the Solaire homer, but it's very reminiscent for me because of how hard it was hit. Like, that ball yeah. was put into orbit. Just mashed. Yeah. It, it was insane. He's – that's really been incredible, uh, Cassianos. And then do you know the story about his son in the first row? I did. I did see that. I didn't hear the story behind it, but I did see him after the homer uh, – Going crazy. Yeah. Apparently, Cassianos hasn't seen him for a month because of school. So, in the past two games, he's been in the front row. And then he just gets to see his dad just blast. Oh, that has to be the best experience ever. Like, I cannot imagine a better experience than seeing your dad absolutely smoke a homer uh, to win your uh, team a series. Yeah, twice. And then, yeah, let's go to the Diamondbacks. Who do you have? I have Paul Seawald. He has four saves. They play, they've won five games. They're 5-0. Paul Seawold has four saves. This is their guy. The Mariners trade away this guy while they're trying to push for the playoffs, and he was their closer. I don't understand the move. And Seawold, while they've had some good hitters, uh, Corbin Carroll is definitely up there, really close for me. But Seawold's easily been their best player. You, When we talk about the, uh, the impact that knowing that you have a guy, hey, the, the game's close, you can put in this guy. He will get a save. And like I said, 
He has played in four out of the five games and has a save in four to five, which means all the games have been close enough to be a save, even within three or two runs. Or uh, those are the you can be between three, two, or one, but all the games have been with three or two. And he hasn't given up a run. He's only allowed two hits. He hasn't walked a batter. His uh his whip is only 0.5, 0.5, which is crazy. And we talk about the Rangers and how their bullpen is uh not played well, or in the regular season they played fine in the postseason even though they've caused some scares. But yeah, Seawald's been so dominant. When he comes in, you know the game is over. Or at least you're giving your team the best chance. So I, I went with Seawald because I feel like closers don't get enough praise. And again, four out of the five games, you can't you can't play much more than that, obviously. And especially for a one pitcher pitching in four games, remarkable. Yeah, that's a good pick. I wanted to go pitcher, and I was thinking Zach Gallon or Merrill Kelly, but Merrill Kelly's only had one game. So I went hitter again, and it's Corbin Carroll. Um, I think just the rookies in this year's postseason have been incredible. Like you got Evan Carter, Josh Young's played well, Royce Lewis for Minnesota, and then Corbin Carroll. I also think there was another rookie on Diamondbacks. Maybe Gabriel. I don't know if he played last year with the uh, Blue Jays. But, yeah, I went all hitters here. Um, but yeah, I, I I do think Zach Gallon has been great. He just hasn't. I know. I think he's at eleven innings pitched. Yeah, he's at three point one eight ERA. And then just to go back to the Rangers, the Rangers are five and zero, just like the Diamondbacks, but they've only had one save opportunity. Yeah, which was it, their offense has been incredible. Yeah, that's the reason they're here. Like our closer gave up a three home run in the ninth. So, and it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter because of the offense. That's why I'm stressing because everyone's like, dude, why do you not like Leclerc? I'm like, well, you know, he gave up a home run. Thankfully, we had six runs to give. Dude, I swear. What? Stress. I, I need to search this up while we uh, – we can talk about the Astros real quick, but I really need to search up what Paul Sewell was giving up for because he was uh, – the... I believe it was a middle infielder. I know it was middle infielder. It's okay, it was Ryan middle. Bliss – uh, who's in the minors, Dominic Canzone, who is a outfielder and designated hitter, and then Josh Rojas, who's a third baseman, That's second awesome. baseman, and outfielder. Yeah. Um, Rojas was actually pretty good for them. But again, losing a closer, I just don't see how that is worth it. Especially, I think uh, it's, or yeah. You go, you go. I think it's the Mariners' confidence in themselves in developing pitching prospects. Yeah, but Seawald's been their guy back to back to back years, and he's the Dimebacks guy. And pitching was definitely a question mark I had. But again, you talk about experience. Seawald was on the Mariners last year and pitched in the playoffs, so worked out. Yeah, I like the trade for the Diamondbacks going to get because they have a surplus of middle infielders. That seems to be the problem with the Mariners because I know they've been trying to figure out second base, well, and then third base too. But um. Yeah, that's to me what – because they did the same thing when they were competing. I think it's that now they have a confidence like um, they have Brian Wu. I think they just have a confidence like, hey, we can go get ourselves a new closer. Now, Does that is that confidence merited? I don't know. So that's my point because they did it a few years ago with um, the – oh, man, what's his name? He's on the White Sox. Oh, Kendall Graveman. Yep. So, but yeah, now with the Astros, 
I have Jordan. He's um, he's leading all the MLB in OBP. Um, I, I I don't know who you have, but he's also has a four thirty eight average. Um, his OPS is at or yeah, it's not OBP. It's OPS. He's one point seven eight three. Yeah, I it it wasn't all that uh, hard for me, especially with how this series ended up uh, playing out. Uh, it was always going to be Jordan. Jordan's hit four homers, the same amount in the DS as uh, Castellanos, but he has a better batting average uh, over the playoffs, I believe. And then, like you said, the highest OPS. With like you said, one point seven eight three. He he was not walked enough times. He was only walked once. Like I feel like they could have uh, gotten more out of that. But seven hits and sixteen at bats. Remarkable. He he, I believe has been the best hitter in these playoffs. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I think Seager was aided a little bit in his hits in the Ray series. Like he got a double because. Um, Siri, yeah, Siri was the center fielder, right? Or was it someone else? Jose Siri was the center fielder for the Rays, where he just didn't field. Oh yeah, yeah. That's to me my biggest thing with Seager, uh, but I still Seager. I love the home run. I was like, man, I, I literally, I think I told you, I was like, man, Seager hasn't hit a home run yet, and then he takes it. Let's go. But yeah, Jordan yeah. is just a beast. It's incredible. There's nothing much more to say. I mean, Jordan is that guy. That's insane. But yeah, I think that's all we got. Any other players that stick out to you? Nope. That's all we got. Let us know what you think. And Austin, I'll let you uh, close this out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I know this was uh, kind of unorthodox. We could have done all the teams, but I feel like these were the best available. Let us know who you thought were the best uh, players for these winning teams. And who will be the best players for the NLCS and LCS? Thank you guys for listening.